Kia ora, I'm Erin Keem and you're listening to Conversations About Closets with my closest thousand friends. I started this project to get me through a gloomy Seattle winter, which was hitting me hard. The thing is, I love women. Why not showcase them? Why not call women I've never met, have our first conversation, record it and turn it into a podcast? So that's what I did. I didn't edit, I still don't. Some days I'm on fire, some days not so much, and sometimes I even forgot to ask questions about closets. But all my guests are amazing. Listen up, get to know them, you'll be glad you did. If you want to be a guest on my show, go to erinkeem.com. I'd love to meet you. Aroha for listening, here's today's episode. Nasia, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, Erin. It's nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, of course. And I know you have two children downstairs and they may come in at any time and that is totally and utterly fine. (laughs) And we can always reconnect or do this again. But for the moment, I have you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So what I love about this is that when I decided, this is Erin from The Happy Wardrobe, and when I decided I did not know every woman that I was connected to on social and it was about time I did, And you and I met for the first time, and I say met via we had we saw each other's messages on a uh, on a mutual Facebook group we belong to. We don't know each other. We talked for the very first time three minutes ago, and you are my first real guest (laughs) that I have never asked you about what you do, and I'm about to. Awesome. Yeah, I'm so flattered um, that I'm your first guest that you know, perhaps don't know personally. But yeah, I'm so excited to be here. And I look forward to knowing you personally, maybe even in real life. Uh, you know, what we can dream, right? We can dream. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yep. I love making contacts. You know, I was I was telling you earlier that it's entrepreneurship seems like it's all about making those connections and meeting new people. So I, you know, I definitely um love to do that and this is part of that so happy to meet you well i i must admit i'm i'm cheating a little bit i've been on your website and i've been on your facebook profile but would you tell us what you do before i start raving about the incredible embroidery and other things that you are uh, immersed in yeah you're very kind with your comments uh so i appreciate that but um just to give a little bit of background about me i um graduated from college a while back. I won't say the year because it'll give away my age and uh, went into a corporate career. So I worked in finance and accounting. And um, one thing I've always wanted to do ever since I was a kid was uh, start my own fashion brand. And, you know, at that point, it was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do that. Is, Is this even real? Like, so I really sat on it for years and years and years. But that calling, that passion never went away. So this year, finally, I started uh, Transcend, which is, um, you know, the brand that uh, I feel like it's it's my baby. And, you know, the things I'm trying to do with it is trying to hit on sustainability because it's so important in the day and age that we live um, to make sure that, you know, you're not detrimental as a company to the planet. Um, and then also, you know, while you're doing that, it's in my power to, um, you know, be make sure to create a supply chain that is really kind to the people in it. Right. 
So there's that other tenet that, you know, I'm very passionate about. And then when it comes to aesthetic, oh my gosh. So I'm really obsessed with embroidery and prints and, you know, in a way that I think when you think about embroidery, um, you really, the, the vision I feel like that most people have is of bohemian and really boho sort of dresses, flowy, which are beautiful. Uh, but what I'm trying to do is really, you can be really chic and you can have structure in your dress and still have embroidery. And so that's in a nutshell what Transcend is. And this past uh, couple months ago, um, this year, we launched our um, handmade embroidered mask and print mask uh, <laughs> collection for the first time ever and had an amazing response. And ultimately, the goal is in the next couple of months, we're going to be launching um, for pre-sale our first women's clothing collection, which will be built upon the same tenets that I described earlier. Um, and we'll have gorgeous embroidery from India. Before, just in case we get interrupted, because I'm about to go shopping right now for your mask because I've seen that. <laughs> would, you, would you tell people your full name, how to spell it, and would you let them know how to find Transcend and how to find how to find these beautiful masks? Yes, absolutely. So my name is Nazia Siddiqui and you spell it N-A-Z-I-A and last name is Siddiqui, which is spelled S-I-D-D-I-Q-U-I. Um, and you can find my website at wheretranscend.com. And you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. And that's my daughter, by the way. <laughs> oh, and what's her name and how old is she? Uh, this is Amal, and her she is um, she is almost exactly a year and a half old. Well, she is a very welcome guest. Hello, Amal. So I'm on your Facebook page, and I'm seeing a, an amazing story there about a pre-COVID trip to India. Uh, are, you, are you still able to talk, or does Amal, Amal need you? Because I totally understand. If you can give me a second, I will drop her off with her dad, and I'll be right back. Would love that. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to go on your Facebook page, because that is how we met in the first place. And where are you? I'm just putting it. There you go. You pop up as a friend, and you now are. So there is, check out this post about the pre-COVID shopping experience in India from my childhood. And here's what Transend says. Shopping in a bazaar in India is an experience everyone should have at least once. In my early life, when I lived in Lucknow, a city known for its courtesy for others, art, architecture, food and embroidery, one of my favourite activities was to go shopping at a very specific bazaar called Aminabad. And I'll check I'm pronouncing that right when uh, Nazia gets back. Now, this is no casual market. Amidst rubbing shoulders with other shoppers, the wafting aroma of delicious mughal, I need to check that, cuisine and complete chaos were rows and rows of jam-packed small businesses with gorgeous fabrics, many of which were meticulously hand-embroidered. My sisters and I would go shop-hopping from one business to another as we looked for the perfect fabric and trims for our new outfits. We marveled at the diverse textures and colours, a tapestry of culture, and pure artisanal skill that goes back hundreds of years. After picking our materials, we took it to our trusted tailor, gave our custom measurements, and sketched our outfit designs to be created. No shopping trip was complete without stopping at our favorite 
chart shop. So many words I need to check. Followed by lunch at Tunde Kababi and dessert at Prakash Kalfi. But I, dig I digress. Digress away. This is fascinating. As I reflect on these experiences from my childhood, I know the huge influence they have had on my desire to build Transcend as a brand to spotlight the sheer talent and art that exists in India in the form of textiles and embroidery made with love by the talented artisans. This is fantastic. I'm going to jump on to Transcend because this is, I've never had this kind of article before, this, uh, in, uh, what do you call it, interview before, but why the heck not? We're Transcend. Here and I'm back. Oh, I would just had the most fabulous time reading out the page. I read out I read out a post on your Facebook page about shopping in India. Wow. And, yeah, you made it sound amazing in your voice. It was just so I, I couldn't believe that I had written that story because you made it sound so good. It it is. And I'm sure I mispronounce absolutely everything, but you know, let, let's not waste time. You can you can correct me and I will practice, I promise. <laughs> and then I jumped on to Wear Transcend, and that's W-E-A-R-T-R-A-N-S-E-N-D dot com because I was about to buy a couple of your masks while I was waiting for you. So where do, so you source the fabrics from India, Correct. but I see there is a quote on your website. There is no beauty in the finest cloth if it makes hunger and unhappiness by, by Gandhi. Why did you pick that quote? Sure. So, you know, I think all of us are learning more about fast fashion and kind of, you know, the detriment to the society and the world that it has. Um, and I don't want to say it's sweepingly right, because there are people out there that, um, you know, will go to shopping at H&M and will wear the same clothes many times over instead of just throwing it after a couple wears. Um, but in general, I mean, I think it's so important to start a company that is not taking advantage of people in the supply chain um, and is actually, you know, treating them like human beings and caring for them like family. Um, and I think that's in the power of every CEO. So they are making a conscious decision how they want to treat their employees or, you know, their suppliers and vendors within the supply chain. So that's really where, you know, that quote from Gandhi really resonates for me. Um, and, so I guess, you know, one of the ways where we started out doing that is, or I guess adopting what that quote is um, alluding to, um, is we started working with this group in Rajasthan. It's a, um, it's a group of women. These are rural women, um, live in uh, India. They've never had a job before. And um, they work for this nonprofit in India that's been started by this amazing um, woman called Madhu Vaishnav. And what she's done is just incredible. So she's uh, brought these women out from their homes, provided them with a way to make money. And now, you know, some of these women who've never earned a living before are now contributing and sometimes are the highest earner in the family and are able to do things that they've never been able to do before for their family and kids. Um, so it's, it's just, you know, things like that, where I feel like a company can really come in and make a difference in people's lives. Um, and why not, right? Like if you have that power, why not? So, um, looking out for that and making sure that's a pivotal part of Transcend is really important to us. I'm looking at these masks now and they are exquisite. There are various different patterns you can choose from. There's hand embroidery, there's block prints, there's patterns. And I will remind people, 
that patterns can be a neutral. Patterns go with other patterns. Uh, I, and there are colors amongst these masks for, uh, that would go with any outfit. What is your favorite piece of clothing to wear with one of your masks? <laughs> um, so I... So I'm, I love embroidery, obviously. And, you know, when I wear one of my heavily embroidered masks um, that are so vibrant and colorful, I'll usually go with a neutral dress and um, or, you know, pants or a jumpsuit. So I and, you know, given where I live, which is the Pacific Northwest and uh, Seattle specifically, it's uh, the weather doesn't really, you know, uh, lead to. Uh, a lot of opportunities for bright and vibrant clothing most of the year, I would say. Not that you can't do it. You can definitely do that. But um, I generally have a lot of neutrals in my closet. So when I wear these embroidered masks, I usually go with um, a, like a nude color dress or um, a black dress or, you know, any neutrals. And I love whites, too. So it goes really well with any of it. Um, but, yeah, I, I generally tend to have color uh, infusions in my overall outfit. So whether it's in the form of the mask or when I have a more neutral mask, then I'll go with a brighter dress. I'm going to buy the fuchsia petals because I have a fuchsia jacket because I refuse to dress like most Seattleites. I like clothing <laughs> where, where you can see me coming from Tacoma. You're obviously very classy and very subdued and very elegant, but I am getting this fuchsia petals. I love it. And I'm going to wear it in the house. It is so beautiful yes. this is an accessory that you do not want to say for just outside in fact uh i, I like the, the i excuse me i'm just thinking of the multiple ways i could wear them they'd actually make a really good uh wristband as well i'm going to be experimenting with these oh i May would I, love to see pictures of how you end up using it in all your creative ways you know it's going to happen. Love May it. I ask? I want to ask about your new clothing range. Will you be working with the same women? What what kind of garments will you start off with? Yeah, so I um, am starting off with a, a smallish um, capsule collection. I still have you know more styles than generally a first time um, startup fashion venture would, but uh, we're starting off with about ten to eleven styles of clothing. They're mostly dresses, and I also have one style that is um, a skirt separates set, which is so beautiful. And uh, and I'm obviously biased here, <laughs> but I've had just so much fun putting these styles together, designing them. Um, and then thinking through what fabrics would look best, making sure, you know, they're high quality and um, sustainable fabrics. And then, you know, getting the most, um, I guess, like meticulously designed embroidery on it. Um, so it's been a dream just putting this entire process together. Um, so, yeah, the styles are mostly it's going to be a spring summer um, 21 collection. So uh, it'll come out. Uh, we're planning to have it launched for presale um, early fab. And then it'll be delivered a couple months after that. So, you know, we're not, the reason we're doing the pre-sale model is because we don't want to order a whole bunch of inventory, which, you know, perhaps won't all sell. So, you know, really trying to be mindful of how many quantities we produce. Um, so this way we can have, we can produce exactly the quantities that people order and, and we don't have to waste anything. I'm on your website and it says there is a wait list. So people can pre-order that. Is that how they would go best to the wait list for the clothing? 
Correct. So the waitlist is currently to get all the information about the pre-sale that's coming up. We haven't quite opened up the pre-sale just yet. And that's where um, we will open it up uh, probably towards the beginning of February or end of January. We're just trying to fine tune some of the details around the collection right now to be able to put out a final date. Are you on uh, social? Can people get a sneak peek of your dresses? Yeah, so I am, I would say our Instagram account is the best place for you to take a peek at what this collection is about. And we've been dropping hints and quick previews of, uh, you know, exactly what the dresses will incorporate. So it's it's we're trying to be very mindful of not giving out too much because I feel like it's going to be a really exciting drop when, you know, we do reveal all the styles. I have these gorgeous illustrations of the dresses um, and it's, you know, what it's going to look like um, before we even show you what the actual dresses are going to look like. So, um, so yeah, I think, you know, we're slowly uh, dropping some hints and sneak peeks for everyone to, um, you know, get, familiar with this collection that's coming up and uh, and hopefully, you know, um, people can get as excited as we are about it. Well, I'm already excited. Just looking at the fabrics that you make your masks out of, I'm looking forward to getting one of your dresses and accessorizing it with a variety of different masks because they're so beautiful. They stand alone as accessories. Where, I was going to say, where would you, no, I'm going to ask, who would you love to see wearing your dresses? What, what <laughs> women would you love to see wearing your dresses? Um, so we've thought about who the transcend woman is. And, you know, I, I think, you know, just because this is coming, um, this is this is my brainchild, right? So I, I, I envision a woman that is uh, super independent and loves art. She loves culture. She loves meeting people. Um, she loves to travel and, you know, and that's where, you know, I think a lot of the aesthetic that I have in my um, in my clothing, uh, which you guys will see in the future and my masks is very global. So it's not um, it's not necessarily something you'll find um, very commonly in America or in Europe. Um, but if you go to Asia, that's where you start to see some of these artisan skills. Um, you know, that's in abundance, really. So, um, so yeah, I think, you know, this, this would really require someone who has that appreciation for a more global aesthetic. Um, and yeah, so I think, I think that's, you know, that's who I envision wearing this dress, somebody who is just, you know, uh, a, a connector of people. She, she has a lot of friends and she uh, loves art and culture, like I said. So, yeah. That was a tough question. I threw that at you and you answered that so beautifully. I call your clothing wearable art and it is definitely slow fashion. It is much better to have quality than quantity and to know the ethos behind where your clothing came from and the values that it stands for is worth the extra investment, especially since a piece like yours, from the hints that you're dropping, will be something that can be worn for many, many years. There's a cost per investment, a cost per wear factor, which I always educate my clients about. It is better to spend on one quality piece that you'll wear for 10, 15, 20 years. Your cost per wear actually is much lower than buying uh, what is called fast fashion. That's and you can, yeah, and you're also investing in other women. You're investing in, in women in India and you're investing in other female entrepreneurs. Being a, a female entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, it's a, it's a roller coaster. Uh, so what what do you say to yourself on the days where 
where things, when you're tired, you've been up with the kids, where mm-hmm. maybe things aren't going as planned, what's something that you tell yourself to keep yourself going? That's such a great question. Um, to be honest, Erin, I mean, this is one thing that I so look forward to in my day. And and I think that speaks to the fact that this truly is my calling because it doesn't feel like work. And, and I'm sure you've heard other entrepreneurs talk about, you know, how when they do finally pursue what they've wanted to do for so long, it really is like, even if that's the last thing you're doing in your day after, you know, you've done a whole bunch of other things and are so tired, this is, this truly is what lifts me up. And, um, and I love it. And uh, even though, you know, and I can't tell you how crazy our schedules are, because my husband and I both have full time jobs also. Um, and this is my side project, right? Uh, and I have two kids that are younger. Um, so it, we, we are fairly tired. Uh, I think it's fair to say that, you know, it's by the time, you know, the kids are in bed, we're both fairly exhausted. Um, and but at the same time, I would say, you know, just having the flexibility to work from home has really lent to, um, you know, us finding a little bit of extra time that we just wouldn't have had before. Um, and that's the commute time that we're saving right now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's the time that I get to spend on Transcend as well as any other, you know, any uh, free minute that I have. I'm constantly on my phone uh, talking to my uh, team and, you know, working towards all the different pieces that go into building a brand. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think this is not something that tires me out at all. This is actually what makes me really come alive. And I heard you say it lifts you up. Is that where the inspiration behind Transcend came from, the name? Um, yeah. So the way the reason we call it Transcend, where it really came from, it's it's uh, uh, it's kind of, you know, it's if you think about it, what we're doing is transcending fashion. So we're not just uh, doing modern dresses or modern silhouettes of, you know, these gorgeous fitted dresses, but also these this art form that we have incorporated within those dresses like embroidery and sometimes block prints. Um, those are from generations ago, right? So that's where I really see fashion being transcended and, you know, going from old to new and then back to old. It is truly it is truly wearable art what you do and as i like to call it wearable fun may i ask was there a woman who inspired you or a desire a designer who inspired you before i let you go back to your very very busy life but plus i don't want to keep you away from the clothing yeah no worries um i i think i would say uh, my mom has definitely been uh, an inspiration because she's she was the one who was making clothes for us when we were younger and uh, i've always seen her kind of you know go pick those fabrics um so it was really awesome to see her do this work um and she created some amazing clothes um for us so i think you know we always got compliments and uh, whatnot so i would say she's she's a really big inspiration for me and you know just kind of how she's conducted herself throughout her life thank you and i've always, I had just realized i completely took you over the time that i promised that i would take <laughs> no it was fun chatting it was wonderful chatting i'm so glad i now know you a little bit better and um i'm, I'm joining the wait list as we speak thank you for your time today Lots of araha. Yeah, thank you so much, Erin. It was so nice talking to you, and uh, I hope to stay connected. We will. We completely and utterly will. I'll be wearing your dresses, and I'll be wearing your masks. Bye. I love that. Bye.